0: World. Yeah. My head is be moving and shaking to stay up street. Yeah. Your head is be hating, your head is be looking so weak. Yeah. My head is be moving and shaking to stay up street. Your head is be hating, your head is be looking so <laughs> snuff the shoulder, snuff the loaders, snuff the boots, snuff the money, money, snuff the haters, snuff the welcome to Hero to the culture we are back as always it is your boy rome here with my man bryce yo yo uh, we're gonna jump we're gonna jump right into it man the 2020 draft is complete uh and we also had the e60 special come out on alex smith man that's that's what we're gonna get into today but let's kick it off with that draft recap as we all know number 99 chase young is officially a washington redskin bryce how hype are you
1: Oh man, I'm hype bro. I'm hype. I've been watching all the hype videos. I got the I downloaded the uh the, the photoshop pick with him in the number ninety nine jersey. I don't think I could be any more hype. Great pick. I mean, yeah, you know, it was the easy pick, say what you want, you know what I mean? Like, but at the same time, Redskins have had some easy decisions in the past and, and swung and missed, you know, so it's good to see that we making the easy, we letting the easy ones come to us now, you know. So uh, I couldn't be more excited. So I mean, that's just my feeling. Before we really get into his game, that's just my my feeling off the top.
0: Yeah, man my initial my initial feeling is is overjoyed, man. Like I I can't believe it's like we got Chase Young. He he is like gonna be a Hall of Fame type type player, man. Like right off the bat, I really believe that. Uh, I'm I'm going big, man. I think he's going to have double-digit sacks first year, and I think you can already pin it in as defensive rookie of the year. I think a guy like Jeff Okuda could push him, but I think Chase Young is going to go off in the NFC East. I think he is going to have a monster rookie season, man. That's that's my hype level for for Chase Young right now. But let, let's let's break down the X's and O's, man, because as we all know, you you get into the college tape real heavy. So what are we what are we really getting from Chase Young on, on the field,
1: wise? Oh man, you get he getting a ton from Chase Young off the bat. You are getting a guy that's well coached. Uh, if you if you haven't if you haven't mm-hmm. done any research on on, on the coaching pipeline, uh, you know the the pipeline of guys that the coaching staff at Ohio State's been sending to the NFL on the defensive the line, then you've been sleeping under a rock. But uh, I think the coach's name <laughs> is Larry Allen, and uh, Chase comes from that same tutelage as guys like as guys like the Bosa's. And uh, you know he he has he uses that same technique and has been successful for them in the NFL. So you can expect you can expect it to be successful for Chase. Uh, I think that off the bat we're getting a guy that can that that's going to have to be accounted for as far as rushing the passer goes. He, He he's not an elite I wouldn't call him an elite edge bender at this point, but the guy's got moves on top of moves. He's got instinctive counter moves. He can beat you on the inside. He can beat you with the outside rush. He's tenacious. Uh, he's got a solid, solid motor. I mean, the guy makes tackles all the way down the field. Uh, and another thing he brings is he's stout in the run game. He's going to set hard edge. You know, he's he's going to make he's going to make plays in the backfield, tackle TFLs uh, against the running backs. So I mean, overall, we're getting the guy that we we just can't you just can't pass on if you're the Washington Redskins, a generational talent. If you ask me, uh, to me the guy he most reminds me of is kind of like. Kind of like a Miles Garrett almost. Uh, I guess Miles Garrett mixed with Jadavian Clowney type a, a type of player. He's big, but I do think he's a, he's more athletic than both of those guys. And I don't think he he might not be as explosive as uh, Jadavian Clowney, but I really do think he's even more athletic. He's even more flexible on the edge. So uh, I'm expecting big things, man. I think 16 and a half sacks, is the final year in college. I'm penciling him in a man for double digits as a rookie. Yeah,
0: man, I couldn't agree more. For everything you just stated, and then when you add the fact that he's coming into a Jack Del Rio defense with Ron Rivera as the head coach, it is tailor-made for him to become the next Von Miller of this league. I mean, like, Chase Young is going to become a household name. We're going to see him in commercials, all the whole nine. Uh, he, he's going to be the face of the franchise, man. Like, I, I really can, can see him becoming that. That's how big of a player that, that he can become for the Washington Redskins. But there is a few other players drafted. Let's not make this all about Chase Young. Uh, We didn't have a second-round pick, but we did have a third-round pick, and in the third round we selected Antonio Gibson. So uh, what were your thoughts on the Antonio Gibson pick, man? I know a lot of fans weren't really feeling that pick initially. Uh, My initial thoughts were that a playmaker is a playmaker, and that's what I see when I see Antonio Gibson. But uh, what what are your thoughts, bro?
1: Oh, man, I, I love the pick. I love the pick. I think when you're talking first, second round guys, you want guys that can come in and play immediately. And I think when you go for third round guys, you're you're looking for guys that have the potential to do that same thing. So maybe sometimes with a third round guy you're you're not reaching but you're going on what you see him, what what you could see him as. And I think that this guy Gibson has the potential to come in and have an instant impact on the football team. I mean, he scored touchdowns on 25% of his plays in college. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, he can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He he, he came to the running back position late in college due to injuries at, at, uh, at Memphis. And, I mean, once the coaches realized what they had, I mean, he was playing the final three games of running back, or final four or five games, actually. I mean, he posted numbers of 130 on the ground, he had one game we had like 130 on the ground and 100 in the air. So this guy's a threat, man. He's a threat to take it to the house anytime. And if you're 228 and you're running under 44, you're running in the 4'3", at 228 pounds. That's something that people don't want to see in the open field. You know, that's just he's gonna he's gonna be a threat to break tackles, take it to the house every time. I can't wait to see it, man. The coaching staffs comparing him to Christian McCaffrey already. So they obviously they're high on him.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to mention, man, is that, that Christian McCaffrey role. Uh, obviously, uh, Scott Turner and Robert Rivera coming from Carolina where they had Christian McCaffrey. So to get a guy that fits that mold, whether he has the talent level or not, is a very big deal. Uh, I think is is going to be exciting. I also want to mention what he could do on special teams, man. He could be our kick returner, punt returner. I know Steve Sims has that spot currently, but gets into me, man, he's just the kind of guy – You get the ball in his hand no matter what position you put him at. It it don't matter where you put him. You just need him with the ball in space. But uh, let's keep it pushing and jump to the fourth round where we picked up an extra pick due to the Trent Williams trade uh, to San Francisco. We picked up an extra pick this year and also a third-round pick for next year. But uh, the first fourth-round pick was Shadiq Charles out of LSU, the tackle. And this is presumably going to be Trent Williams' replacement, although there will be a little bit of competition at that spot. Uh, But what are your thoughts on on Charles coming in and potentially being our starting left tackle?
1: Man, I love love Charles' game. I mean, to me, he was a first-round quality talent. I think what dropped him down so much was the fact that He's got off-the-field concerns. I mean, there's some, there's actually some uh, some comparisons there to Trent Williams because uh, Charles said multiple failed a marijuana tests. To me, that's not a huge deal, especially with the new CBA, uh, where essentially you get no time off, you get no fines for, 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 for failed tests when it comes to marijuana. So I feel like Charles, man, this could be a diamond in the rough. This could be similar to Leo Collins when the Cowboys nabbed him late and he had some some funny business around him, ended up being garbage. So, uh, I mean, this could be something similar. You know, that, that little problem in the NFL won't mean anything, and all the teams docking for it, this could be a real steal because I'm telling you, man, we're getting a guy in the fourth round that definitely had first-round talent and was a starter in the last year at left tackle, had other years starting at, uh, at left guard, and uh, two years starting at left tackle, and one year starting at left guard and left tackle. So, I mean, this is a guy that has that's proven in the SEC, and I really think the Redskins got to deal with him, and I would not be surprised if he ends up being our starter this year.
0: Definitely, man. Uh, I'm not going to disagree with you totally. Uh, I just want to keep perspective on, on all of it. First of all, like, I, I could care less about, you know, a guy smoking weed. Uh, you know, they, they've changed the CBA, like you mentioned. And, I mean, if we're being honest, it's 2020. Uh, there's, there's five people who are going to listen to our podcast while they're, while they're smoking weed. Let's just be real. Uh, so I could care less about that, but as far as the, on the field goes, as far as keeping it in perspective, uh, we lost Trent Williams, man. Trent Williams was, was was an all pro. He was our best player for 10 years and as good as Charles could possibly be, it's probably not even really going to, going to scratch the surface of what Trent was. So, I mean, it's a good pick, and I think he could potentially be our starter and be solid, but it, it's a downgrade as far as where what we could have had had things worked out better for Trent, which is no fault of Ron or any of the guys here now. But it is what it is, and I, I think it's a solid pick given the situation.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, I agree. I agree.
0: Jump to the second fourth-round pick, uh we drafted another wide receiver, Antonio Gandhi Golden out of Liberty, man. Uh Bryce, what are your thoughts on this pick? It is a very interesting pick.
1: Oh man, I, I love this pick. I love this pick. We're gonna be trying to find our our, our our threat next to McLaurin now. We know we've got one in McLaurin. And don't get me wrong, I like Kelvin Harvin a ton. He had a great rookie he had a good rookie season considering. Uh but he didn't solidify himself the way McLaurin did, so we can't be sure we have that go to guy. At, the, at that number two receiver spot, so we got to start. We got to start throwing darts at the wall, and I feel like that's what we did with Gandy Golden. I think that uh, you know he's got. He's he, he's clearly a smart guy. If you do any research on him, you know he's got a ton of off the field talent. So the question is, will that type of work ethic translate to the NFL? Seems like it could, and if it does, I think we can get a special player. We're talking about over thirteen hundred yards his final year at Liberty, um, and two two years of great production. So. I, I like Gandy Golden a lot, and I think he could become—I think he become a special player. Uh, it just—it's starting to get crowded in that young receiving room now, you know. Uh, and it, it'll be interesting to see where he fits in, considering that we've got guys like Harmon still fighting for that for that number two spot.
0: Yeah, man, I—I I think it is getting real crowded in that in our wide receiver room, and it'll be very interesting to see uh, what comes out of it, man. because cause now that we're adding <clears throat> Gandy to the mix. You got Sims, you got Harmon, uh, you know, obviously Terry, Terry's going to be our guy. But there's a couple guys that could fit in that Z-Y receiver role, and, and Gandhi is definitely one of them. He had a lot of production in college, man, those last two seasons. Uh, I believe he had back-to-back seasons with with 10 touchdowns or more. But that's pretty impressive. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it translates to the NFL against tougher coverage. Um, I know Harmon. Harman had a had a bit of a struggle his rookie year, uh, and came on a little bit late and made some really nice plays down the stretch. So, so we'll see. Uh, I think Gandy at best, man, this this first season he'll probably push Harmon. I think all this competition will make the the wide receiver room better as a whole. So I, I really like this pick, man. It's a it's a very interesting pick, and I think it, it will only help. Uh, but yeah, the let's 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 keep going, man. The next pick. In the fifth round, we picked up a center, Keith Ismail. man. What did, what, did, what did you think about this pick? I don't know. I remember on the Sports for the Culture show, you said you really liked the uh, first half of the Redskins draft. Now we're getting to the back half of it, man. So how do you feel about this one?
1: Yeah, I think Keith Ismail's, uh, he's to me, he's a developmental prospect, but I think he fits the scheme that we're moving to. Uh, under Scott Turner, uh, we're going to be running his own blocking scheme again. And uh, if you guys remember the zone scheme, that's what we used to run when we had Shanahan. And those were some of our best running years. I mean, those were some of our most memorable years in the last 10 years, but it's also some of the best uh, best rushing totals we've had in the last two decades, honestly. So, uh, I mean, I'm definitely happy to see that scheme come back. And remember with that scheme, you're looking for agile linemen. You're not looking for the big, strong maulers. You know, you're looking for the the guys that can get upfield in a hurry you know, got a quick first step and can surprise offensive linemen. I mean, can surprise defensive linemen, creating holes for, for your back to choose from. Now, a guy like Ishmael's not going to pop out at you on tape, which, which he doesn't, you know, which he doesn't because he's not a, a real mauler. But what he is, he's a mover. He can move guys, you know, he can move guys a little bit. He knows how to move, he knows how to use his legs, he knows how to latch on and move guys just enough to create lanes and I, he's, he's quick to the punch as well. So I see some potential there. I'm not necessarily expecting him to come in and be a starter for us, but if he can come in and be a reliable, reliable backup, fifth-round pick, I'll, I'll take that.
0: Yeah, this pick to me is, is it's not a bad pick. It's kind of filling the need. Uh, it also lets me know that the left guard position just isn't, isn't very valued, by, apparently, by any coaches because it wasn't very valued by the last regime. At least it didn't feel that way to me. It doesn't feel like anything is changing now, because uh, if you look at the current state of the Redskins offensive line, I mean, we know what the right side is going to look like. We know who our starting center is going to be, uh, but but Ismail could potentially be competing for a, a starting spot as a left guard. Will he? Will he get it? Uh, I I can't really see him being a fifth round uh, starter as a rookie. Uh, we we do have Wes Martin also in that spot, but. Uh, Nothing is going to be given. So, I don't know, man. It, it, it fills the need because we definitely need more, more uh, interior offensive linemen to, to compete. So, it, it kind of reminds me of the previous pick where you're just getting guys in there, uh, like like you mentioned, throwing darts at the wall and seeing who, what, what sticks, who comes out of these competitions. So, we'll we'll see how this young man does. Uh, but now let's, let's let's go ahead to the second fifth-round pick. We picked a linebacker out of Michigan, Kalik Hudson. So what were your thoughts on, on this pick, man? Because we do need some linebackers. This is another pick where uh, it, it makes a little sense based off need.
1: Yeah, facts, facts, facts. And uh, before, before the draft popped off at the Combine and his pre-draft interviews, Ron Rivera on the fact that he, he's looking for versatility as he adds players to the roster. And uh, with, especially with the last four picks, I think that's what you really saw. Uh Khalil Hudson is a versatile guy. He can play the inside linebacker, he can play the outside linebacker. He's even got experience playing safety. So, I expect him to come in and be uh uh competing for that that Shaq Thompson role in the Carolina Panthers defense, you know, that uh that that linebacker, that off linebacker that that plays that he's blitzing sometimes, he's covering sometimes. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe sometimes he's rushing with his hand down. You just never really know, you know, that Jack, that Jack linebacker, that Jack of all trade linebacker. I think that's we, the position we could see him competing for, because that's important around Rivera's defense. And he's going to try to find that guy. And, uh, Khalid Hutchin could be that guy, you know, but, uh, we, we, we shall see.
0: Yeah, man, I, I, I kind of feel the same way, uh, he definitely fits that mold of of that uh, special safety linebacker breed. But how how well will he be in the NFL? Uh, that's, that's yet to see. Well, I will say this. I like what Rivera and them are doing. They're getting guys that, that they want their guys. So you can never really say too much about a late-round pick because you get – like I always say about the draft, it's not when you're picked, it's where you're picked to. So if they're getting guys that they believe in and they think fits their scheme and they can they can work with and and can coach up, then these picks could could all become hall of famers. You you never really know. So I mean, time will tell. But I mean, if I'm being honest, some some of these picks weren't weren't my favorite picks either. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump to the last the last two picks in the seventh round, man. Uh we picked a safety out of Arkansas, my man Kareem Curl, and the edge rusher out of North Carolina State, James Smith Williams, man. So what were your thoughts on these final two picks? Are these are these guys that are going to be competing like these other guys, or do you think they'll have trouble making the roster come, come cut time?
1: Well, Cameron Curl was my favorite of the late-round picks. Uh, I like him a ton, man. I think – I think curl has got got the potential to compete down the line for 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 a strong safety uh, starting role in the NFL. Uh, he, he's he's a he's a four-year starter, if I'm correct, three or four-year starter at at, at Arkansas, um, and he's a hard hitter, which I like. You know, he he brings the pain when he tackles. He's got good instincts. He gets he plays the ball well. He's got experience playing corner and safety, so you know you're getting a guy with good cover skills. And uh, he could, you could come in and see him even playing, playing that uh, that, that that third safety role because uh, that that's another thing that 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 Rivera and Del Rio are gonna are gonna be doing a lot of, kind of have a third safety to kind of play that linebacker hybrid. Sometimes it might be a bigger linebacker playing that hybrid role. Sometimes it'll be more of a safety linebacker playing that role. And I could see Cameron Curl fit into that too. You're talking about a guy that had 24 reps on the bench press uh, at the combine. That's a ton for a safety. That is a ton. That's that's oh. linemen. There's, there's some linemen that are yeah. in that, so uh, I like Cameron Crow a lot, and he he was definitely my favorite pick of the last four.
0: Uh yeah, man. I, once again I'm going to agree with you. Uh, Cameron Crow is exactly who I was talking about when I say you know right place, right time kind of thing. It's, it's about where you go, not when you go. Uh, I think he is a perfect fit for Del Rio and 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 Ron Rivera and what they're going to be trying to do, and he's actually uh, my sleeper. I think I think he he will definitely make the team. I kind of queued that up, uh, but yeah, I, I think he will definitely make the team. Not only that, I think he will end up being one of the, one of the draft picks that gets the most playing time. Uh, surprisingly, uh, over over some of these other guys that that we just that we just talked about, I, I honestly believe in in Cameron Crowe, but uh, yeah, man. Let's keep it pushing, man, because the other night, man, they, they, it finally came out, and I, I personally have been waiting for this for a long time. I don't know how much of it you got to uh, catch the other night, Bryce, but they released the E60 uh, Project 11 on Alex Smith, man, and as we all know, on that fateful day of November eighteenth, two 2018, it was actually uh, the first year that, that, that we came to, to you guys as, as a health of the Culture podcast. Uh, and Alex Smith broke his leg, his, his fibula, and all that. So let, let's let's relive that, man. Let let's take it back, man. Like Bryce, what what do you remember from that initial that initial time when Alex Smith broke his leg against the Texans?
1: Yeah, man, you're right, man. We we were just getting started, weren't we? Pretty much. So okay. uh, yeah, man. It's uh, like it's Six cra- pods in. Yeah, man, it's crazy to think how how fast time flies, man. Because now, I mean, what, we're on our fortieth, well, I think maybe we're all close to our fortieth episode, but uh, it it's it's crazy, man. It, it's 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 the entire situation is just nuts. I mean, Alex Smith seeing those seeing some of those images that resulted, uh, and just take first of all before I even get into that, taking myself back, starting with what you said, taking myself back to that moment, man. I think we were just in shock. I don't think in that moment we realized just just how bad it was. I think in that moment we were optimistic still, um, not only about Alex Smith, but about the season, you know, about what could happen after. I don't think we saw the implode that was, that was headed our way. Um, but, uh, man, I just remember being just, like, sad, like, damn, as soon as we get something good. I mean, we're all 12 at maybe 6-3, and three, I think, and it's like, damn. Not Again, it's always got to be something It just felt like always got to be something You know, and uh, it was a tough Time, man, it was a tough time uh, Even when it first happened, but I still Don't think we, at the moment, I don't think we Really realized the magnitude of the injury
0: Yeah, man, you couldn't have said it better I mean, the magnitude of the injury Was huge, it was astronomical um, Obviously for Alex Smith As a person, but just to tie it back to To the franchise for one second uh, I mean, look, look. I don't, I don't know if we deserved Alex Smith as, as Redskins fans, man. Like, if you really think about it, uh, since his injury, we haven't been nearly as good. Uh, we've won four games, four games since Alex Smith broke his leg. Uh, we have won six games with him, with no broken leg. We haven't even gotten to the same amount of wins since he's been gone, man. Like, Alex Smith was literally, if you think about it, was holding this franchise together by a thread when he went out everything crumbled. Jay's gone, Bruce is gone. We had to revamp everything. We had to draft a whole new quarterback. Everything is is completely different. Alex Smith was literally holding this franchise together. Uh and after watching Project 11, man, I, I just feel like he he's a he's a classy human being, man. Like he he's a great man. Um we're we're going to get into more of, of what happened here as we go along, but yeah, going back to to the initial break. I remember watching it with, with my son. We were, it was, I was at, like, a big gathering, a big little, you know, how we before COVID where we were allowed to all be together with, with friends and families. I was at a, a big little football party. And I just remember everybody's, everybody, in there was at least 20, 30 people were just shocked, man. We were rewinding it on the TVs, and just no one could believe it, especially considering uh, Joe Theismann. It was, I believe, 30 years to the day that Joe Theismann had broke his leg and Lawrence Taylor. So I mean, the the similarities to it all, it was just crazy. And I just remember, as a Redskin fan, it was a, a very shocking and uh, like infamous day. Like it's a day I'll probably never forget as a Redskin fan. That was my initial thoughts on, on when it first happened.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah,
0: no, same, same here, man. Same here. Watching Watching Project Eleven, man, and, and seeing what he, what this man went through and where he's at now. Uh, it, it lets you know how tough Alex Smith really is, man. Like uh, they they did a great job chronicling his career, from being the first round draft pick, struggling with the Forty ers finally getting 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 good. Everything's going well, and then boom, you know who? Our man Colin Kaepernick comes in and takes his spot, man. Like it was, it was, and they, you know it, it wasn't. He was never salty. He he worked with them. He was happy for him. Uh, he actually said it's absurd that he's not currently in the league, you know. So Alex Smith was a stand-up guy in that situation, gets traded to, to Kansas City. And then what happens? Boom. The MVP, the man, the Super Bowl winner, Pat Mahomes, takes his spot. What does Alex Smith do? Another classy move, you know, supports, supports Pat. His, Pat's, before Pat even gets the snap, Alex Smith has his best season ever, uh, leading the league in a bunch of stats and then gets traded to Washington and, and has this horrible break after he was literally holding our franchise together. Uh, if you haven't seen the Project 11, man, I encourage you all to watch it as Redskins fan. Really, as, as, as any sports fan, I would encourage this. Uh, it was a great watch, man. Bryce, I don't know how much of it – I remember you said you didn't get to catch too much of it, man, but from what you saw, man, like, what, what was your takeaway?
1: Yeah, it was uh, – it, it, it was. it's crazy, man. Just tracking his his, his progress through – from, from start from when the injury happened to now it's truly amazing how how hard he's fought to get to this point uh the just the just the just the willpower man to, to even just have his leg right now you know because some of those images if you they're, they're very gruesome they're very gruesome and you know it's definitely not for the weak stomach to even to even look at some of them uh this guy's leg was completely completely gone pieces of his leg were being cut off daily and it's just to see the images, man, and to know that this guy, even after that, this guy started. Still, can he play football again? I mean, the level of determination and just, just—he's never going to quit. That's one thing you know about Alex Smith. He's always going to put the best foot forward. He's never going to quit. And uh, you know, if you don't, if you don't love eleven after watching that, man, you're not—you're not a Redskins fan. You're, you're damn sure not a football fan because that. uh this is it's crazy, man.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, man. It's definitely crazy to think about where he came from and, and where he's at now, man. And uh, we're definitely going we're going to keep up with, with what happens with Alex Smith because obviously he's still on the team. He's still <laughs> under contract. He's still in the QB room. Uh, Dwayne Haskins sent out a tweet saying how much he's been he's been working with uh, with Alex and how much Alex has helped him and all that. So it's a great thing to see, man. You love to see things like this. Uh, it makes me happy to be a Redskins fan to see something positive like this. Yeah, for
1: sure, for sure, man. It looks like it looks like something good will come out of it, whether it's Alex Smith and the Redskins front office, Redskins coaching staff. Alex Smith deserves to be revered by this organization for what he put on the line for us, and uh, he'll always have that for me, and I think he'll always have that from from Redskins fans. You know where what as Redskins fans, one thing I'll say is we're we're a classy bunch of individuals, especially when it comes to our own. And I know Alex Smith will always be revered, and when it comes to Redskins Nation.
0: Yeah, most definitely, man. And, and with
1: that, man, uh,
0: we're gonna send our best wishes to Alex Smith on his road to recovery. Uh, we will definitely continue to chronicle con- that as as we said. Uh, and if you haven't already. You definitely need to go to your app store or or whatever it is that you download your apps on and get the Gas Sports app. Uh, if you've missed the first two episodes of Sports for the Culture, they are on there now on all platforms. Uh, Bryce, is there anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here?
1: Uh, nah, man. I think you hit just about everything. Our last thing, though, is uh, definitely follow us on Twitter at H-T-T-R culture. And definitely follow, you know, the the, the home team, Gasports for the Culture, at Good Ass Sports, just like it sounds. And we here, man. It's the takeover. As always, hell to the culture. Hell to the culture.
0: My head is be moving and shaking to stay up the street. Your head is be hating. Your head is be looking so weak. My head
1: is be moving and shaking to stay up the street
0: your hitters be hatin', your hitters be looking so Snuff the shoulder snuff the loader snuff the boots, snuff the money, move it Snuff the haters, snuff the player, snuff your hairline tape up, and shape up Snuff the shoulder, snuff the loader snuff the boots, snuff the money